0: The seventh and last aliyah of the Torah. Interesting note in the Chumash; it points out that only in Eretz Yisrael do we ever have a seventh aliyah. Um, if it would come out that Simchas Torah would be on Shabbos, and in, in outside of Israel we never have that. So just an interesting note. Brings us; it's the last aliyah in the entire Torah, and brings us to the death of Moshe and the and the um, and the beginning of the time of Yeshua's leadership. Um, if you've been learning this, it's it. Uh, you know, with any level of seriousness, it's a very sad moment. The terror is ending. Moshe's Moshe's life is ending. Moshe Moshe is dying. And the Torah describes that before he died, Moshe was brought brought to look and to see all of Eretz Yisrael. But when we say to see all of Eretz Yisrael, it means with all the details, even to see the cave of Machpelah. To see all the details, not only for now, but even everything that was going to come upon the Jewish people. And so as Rashi goes through explaining, he saw the wars of the wars of Shimshon, of, of Devorah, of Joshua of Gid'on of the kings of, of King David. All the different, the many different wars of the Jewish people. He saw all the different struggles the Jewish people are going to have. Thankfully, the wonderful leadership, but also the pain of avodah Zaret and and idolatry, idolatry that was done in Don, done that was done in the area of Don, of the tribe of Don, and etc. He saw the whole thing. Ad hayam Acharon Rashi says really means not just to the last see, but to the last day. All the things that are going to happen until the dead are reborn. But we call it the Chiyasa Mesim. Rashi knows that Moshe, until Moshe would come back again, <clears throat> be be what resurrected and be able to be back in the world. Hashem showed him everything that would bring that would happen until then including the Moshe Shlomo's, Shlomo's setting up the base of Migdash, everything. And Hashem tells Moshe, come, now that you've seen all of that, you could come to Shemayim, and you can tell Avraham, you can tell Yisraq, you could tell Yaakov, I fulfilled my promise to take care of the Jewish people. You can tell him it was all fulfilled. And then the Torah says... You get that Moshe died. He died in the beautiful death that's called Misas and the Sheikah, like a kiss from Hashem. And there's a lot of discussion after that. Moshe dies. So who wrote the rest of the Torah? One opinion Rashi says is Yehoshua took the lead. Another one is that Moshe had to write it before it happened write um, his own death in tears as he wrote that. And then, and then he's buried in an unknown grave that we don't know where it is, though we mentioned already, which tribe it's area, and the area of God, but he's buried over there. And again, Rashi says, who buried him? Perhaps Hashem himself came, or perhaps Moshe had the strange experience of burying himself Either way, he's buried in a special place that would be a place to, opposite Pa'or to atone for the sin of the Jewish people's involvement in the idol of Pa'ar. And and um, and the Torah tells us that when Moshe died, his physical body was not weakened. And even after he died, it never weakened. What normally happens, the decay, the, the deterioration of a human being didn't happen to Moshe. There was no such thing. Nothing like that happened. And the Jewish people m- cried Cried tears, cried at the pain and the loss and the transition from Moshe to Yehoshua. Rashi's note, putting puzzle pieces together, is that at Moshe's death, there's an inference that it would, that the tears and the crying, the pain, was was specifically by the men. Um, be, unlike Aaron, where the where he was involved in keeping peace between husbands and wives, that that the woman also felt a unique connection to Aaron. And the Torah ends the last. Couple of verses of the Torah describe the uniqueness of Moshe, which will never be repeated, will never be replaced. The way he could talk to Hashem, as we're told, as we were told, in Moshe had no a problem, he turned to Hashem and he said, "What should I do?" No one else ever could just confidently turn to Hashem and say, "So what should I do now?" There was no such thing. Think about the miracles that he did to receive the Torah and to get the Luchos from heaven, to do the miracles of the desert, and to take care of the people. And not only that, the last compliment Rashi points out is that when Moshe made the decision to break the luchos, to break the tablets, ultimately Hashem Hashem agreed to his decision. He was a person who, when he made decisions, they were decisions that Hashem, that Hashem Agreed to. Obviously, uh, an amazing, amazing level where he's the messenger of Hashem. But when he makes it, when he has to make his own decision, Hashem says, "Of course, of course." And so the Torah ends everything that Hashem was, did through the hands of Moshe, all right there in front of the Jewish people. a nay call Yisrael in front of all of Kali Yisrael Moshe Rabbeinu did what he did and then of course we say chazak, chazak finis, chazek, what a special honor, what a special glory, may we only be strengthened to continue to learn more and more um, Torah and come closer and closer to Hashem